Hey, I'm so glad you're here. Thanks for taking the time to stop by. Hold on and I'll be right back. Blessings to you. Welcome to Walk in the Word. I'm your host, Robin Boone, and I'm so glad you stopped by. I just want to tell you that Walk in the Word is a podcast where we are learning to live according to the Word of God. And I invite you to join me on this journey as I learn and grow and embrace God's Word every day. Thank you so much. All right, let Let's turn, sorry, to Psalms 118, verse 6. And I just lost my page. So I'm going to find it real quick again. Psalm 118, verse 6. All right. So the Lord is for me. I will not be afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? Well, that really is basically (laughs) self-explanatory. But uh, I'm here just to share what, what this means to me. And the fact that the psalmist is saying the Lord is for me again. And I've said it a couple of times on previous podcasts how... Uh, this psalmist is declaring that the Lord is for him. And so how would he know that the Lord is for him if he did not know the Lord? And how important it is for us to get to know God, to get to know the one who created us, to get to know the one who Uh, gave us life, to get to know the one who keeps us and provides for us and brings us through great trials and struggles and gives us joy, allows us to experience joy in life. We experience sorrows too, but we also experience joy. Even those who have um, gone through great trials can testify somewhere along the way They saw a hint of joy, of light, and that was the Lord encouraging them, encouraging us. So Psalm 118, I'm going to actually read uh, verse 5. I called to the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and put me in a spacious place. And we can also say that when we call upon the Lord, he does answer us. When we call upon him in distress, when, when, our, when our hearts are um, grieving or broken or distressed, when we are anxious, he's saying, I called him and he answered me. And not only did he answer me, but he put me in a spacious place. He, God put him in a place where he was free, a place of freedom, a place of protection, a place of safety. And then he said, the Lord is for me. I will not be afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? You know, people can do things to other people. 
People can do evil things to people. But this psalmist is saying, what can a mere mortal do to me that is greater than the God who can deliver me? There isn't one. There isn't one. So whether the Lord delivers us in life or delivers us in death, we are delivered and God is greater. He will always, always get us the victory. He will always stand up for his children. God will always give us what is needed at any given time. We have to remember that we are to call on the Lord in stressful times, in times where our souls are in distress, when we are anxious, when we are overwhelmed, when we're feeling like we can't take we can't take it another minute. Like we can't go another further. Like, Lord, I can't breathe another breath. When that grief is so deeply embedded that feeling like to breathe is painful. God will bring us through. He will bring us through when the threatenings come through a person by a spirit, not of God. When the threatenings come, the things that people say they're going to do to us, God will stand up for us and he will deliver us in the time of need. We have to remember to call upon him. I'm going to go back to Psalm 18, which was, it's really powerful. I love the picture. I'm not going to read the whole Psalm, but the picture, the picture that uh, David, the psalmist of, of Psalm 18, the writer, the picture that he paints of how God rescued him is amazing to me. So verse one, Psalm eight, Psalm now, now I was in Psalm 118 verses five and six, and now I'm in Psalm 18 and I'm starting at verse one and I'm going to skip a little bit, but at verse one, he says, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock where I seek refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. You see, he's uh, declaring his knowledge, his intimate knowledge of God. These things that he's saying, these characteristics are not just something he's throwing out there. They are characteristics of who God is to him. He says, my rock, my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. He called to the Lord who is worthy of praise. And in verse three, he says, he says, I called to the Lord who is worthy of praise and I was saved from my enemies. And listen, this is what he is experiencing, which called 
caused him to call upon the Lord. He said in verse four, the ropes of death were wrapped around me. The torrents of destruction terrified me. The ropes of Sheol entangled me. The snares of death confronted me. Mm. I called to the Lord in my distress, in my distress, while I was going through. He didn't wait to come out on the other side. He knew that there was no way he could get out of that period of distress without the help of the Lord. So he says, I called to the Lord in my distress and I cried to my God for help from his temple, from God's throne. He heard David call unto him from God's throne. He hears his children. He hears us when we call to him from that place of authority. God hears us. And then David says, and my cry reached his ears. Is that not amazing? Is that not amazing? When you think about an infant who cries and cries and they're in distress, they're hungry, they're wet, they're, you know, they're soiled. um, They're, they're just in distress and there's no other way that they, they can get help other than to cry. That's all they know. And imagine the relief as they cry and the cries reach their mother or their father's ears and they and the mother or father come to their rescue. They are they have a sense of relief because, you know, even though they can't express it, they know that help has come. And that's what David is saying. He's saying, and God's cry reached my cry reached the ears of God. And how did David know that his cry reached the ears of his God? Listen to this, verse 7. Look, I said I wasn't going to read all this, and I'm not. But this is just so uh, the picture that he paints. Then the earth shook. His cry reached ears of God. Then the earth shook and quaked. That means God started moving. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They shook because he, God, burned with anger. Was he angry with David? No. He was angry with the enemies who were causing David distress. You best believe, saint of God, when the enemy is causing you distress, your heavenly father is not happy. So when you call on him, he is moving and he is going to set things right. The foundations of the mountains trembled. They shook because he burned with anger. Verse eight, smoke rose from his nostrils. Look at this picture. And consuming fire came from his God's mouth. Coals were set ablaze by it. He, God, bent the heavens and came down. Total darkness beneath his feet. 
God's going to come and see about you. Yes, he is. Call on him and won't call, call on him and won't he and see won't he do it. He rode on a cherub and flew soaring on the wings of the wind. God made darkness his hiding place, dark storm clouds his canopy around him. From the radiance of his presence, his clouds slept swept onward with hail and blazing coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The Most High made his voice heard. His He shot his arrows and scattered them. Who? All the things that were troubling David. He shot his arrows and scattered them. He hurled lightning bolts and routed them. The depths of the sea became visible. The foundations of the world were exposed at your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. Listen to this. Listen, verse 16. He, God, reached down from on high and took hold of me. He pulled me out of deep water. He rescued me from my powerful enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out to a spacious place. Didn't we read that in Psalm 118 verse 6? He rescued me because he delighted in me. Let's go back to Psalms 118, verses 5 and 6. I called to the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and put me in a spacious place. The Lord surrounded me so that no one could any longer get to me. The Lord is for me. I will not be afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? After all I have seen God do, after the power that I have seen God move, after all that he has done in my life, after all of his protection, after all of his deliverance, even when things were awful in my life, God at his appointed time, he delivered me and brought me out. He took hold of me and lifted me out. Oh, my God. So I can look back and see that God took care of me then and he is taking care of me now and he will take care of me in the future no matter what comes, no matter what difficulties come, no matter what trials come that I have to endure. I have the Lord holding me up. There is a scripture in the New Testament. I was just trying to think of it. I used to know it off the top of my head. and But it talks about how 
we are to we're not to fear man man can only kill the body but be fearful of the living god who can destroy both body and soul in hell but the the first part of that is we are not to fear man cuz he can only kill the body now that that's saying something about us our eternal souls our salvation because god is the only one who can deliver us from hell god is the only one through salvation and belief and faith in the finished work of jesus christ on the cross he's the one listen he's the god is really the only one that we need to fear he's the only one we need to fear because he's the only one with all power so take that and say lord you're greater than man and even though the enemy can use man for terrible evil you are still the greater one and you will rescue me in the manner that you think or not you think but you know is best for me you will rescue my loved ones in the manner that is best for them and that will bring you glory and honor so i call on you to help me during this time i call on you to help me to rescue me because right now my soul is in distress right now i'm in distress and i've seen you deliver me and not only deliver me but i've heard testimonies of how you delivered other folks so if you can deliver them and you've delivered me in the past then i know you can deliver me now lord you're my helper you're my helper verse 6 the lord is for me there are so so many people even believers even followers of Christ who have been through um so so much that they're at the place where they think God is against them they actually believe that God is against them because life has gotten too hard they have lost too many people they have lost too many battles they have seen too much in this life that how how can the lord be for me and maybe that's a question that you have right now lord how can you be for me how can you actually be on my side even even check this out because i sin so much i can't seem to break this habit i can't seem to to get deliverance from this fear i can't seem to get deliverance from this addiction i can't seem to get deliverance from this habit i can't seem to get deliverance from this attitude i can't seem to get deliverance from these 
these thoughts. I can't seem to get deliverance. How can you be for me? Why are you quiet in this area of my life? How come you're not talking to me? How come you're not giving me answers? Are you really for me? Are you really for me? Am I really your child? You said I am in your word, but, but, but Lord, what? I don't see it. But we are to take God at his word. We are to walk by faith <laughs> and not by sight. And listen, I, I chuckle because when we're in a way, and you know what I mean by we're in a way, when we're just in, in that way where we just, it's like, we don't even want to hear the word. You know, it's like the things are so hard, so bad that it's like, you know what? You can tell me that all day long. I really don't feel like hearing that right now. Just be real. I don't feel like here. Yeah, I know. I know. I know the Lord will fight my battles. Yeah, I know I'm supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. I know all that, but it's not happening for me right now. So I don't want to hear it. But what we have to do what we have to do is confess it anyway, is believe it anyway, is to stand on it anyway. Okay, Lord, I know what you said. I'm not there right now, but I, I'm, I'm going to take you at your word. And I know I'm making it, it sound like a light thing, but it's really not. Because there are times when it gets like that. But the blessing comes when we hold fast to our faith. And even when we bend like the trees in the wind, when the storm comes and the trees in the wind, they blow and they bend, some break, some do. Some get destroyed in the storm, but we are not those trees. We are the trees of righteousness. We are the trees that stand the test and the storms that come. We stand the tests of time. We're the ones, the children of God, who stand on God's word, even when it's completely dark. And the only thing we have to hold on to is the word of God. That's the only light we see in our lives. We must hold on and cry out like David did in our distress, in it, in it. While we are surrounded by it, by the storm, when we're in the middle of it, And all around us is chaos. We must cry out in our distress because the Lord will deliver us and he will put us in that spacious place where we can experience the freedom and the joy in the midst of the storm and the peace that passes all understanding And where our hearts and our minds are at rest. How? That's a mystery. That's a mystery. But it's a beautiful mystery. 
Because when we experience that, then we can say, the Lord, like David, he came down from heaven and he tore up some stuff to get to me. He tore it up because he was going to get to his child. Oh, he was going to do what he had to do to get to me. Yes, Lord, hallelujah, to get to me and to lift me up out of that. Hallelujah. And to hold me up and take me and transport me. <laughs> All right. I just had this picture, you know, beam me up, Scotty. Any of y'all, any of y'all know about Star Trek? But that's that's not it. It's just this picture just came to my mind when I said transport. He just lifts us up and moves us and puts us in that spacious place. You know. Seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Yeah, that's where we are. Praise God. I thank the Lord. I thank the Lord for his word. I thank the Lord for the encouragement. I thank the Lord for the people of God that he chose to pen the scriptures to give us such amazing images of who God is. You know, so thank you for listening. I'm going to end right there. It's just been a blessing to be here and to really read that and to to really just picture God coming down and moving the clouds and and scattering the darkness uh, just with the sound of his voice and lifting us up out of distress hearing our cry, knowing that when we cry out to him, our cries reach his ears. He hears us. As long as we don't regard iniquity in our hearts, let me just say that because if you've got or I've got iniquity in our hearts and we've got some stuff against somebody, unforgiveness and, you know, that kind of thing, we need to get that straight. God, forgive me. I need you to hear me. I don't need anything to be between me and thee. Oh, Lord. So let's get that straight. Okay. All right. Well, God bless you. And thank you again for stopping by to listen to this message. I pray you've been blessed. Feel free to subscribe, like, follow, whatever platform you're on, whatever you're able to do to get notice alerts of when I post another episode, please do so. And also feel free to share. I would love also to hear your feedback. So you can email me at walkinthewordwithrobin at gmail.com. You may also leave a voicemail message. If you look on the spot, if you're on Spotify, if you look there, you will see uh, a link where you can actually tap on that link and you can record a message to me or you can answer the question that's there. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Father, I just thank you for the listener. I ask that you keep cover them. Lord, God, help them to remember to cry out to you, knowing that you will answer, that you will deliver them as you always do in your time and in your way. But you do deliver. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the promises of yours that are yea and amen. I praise you for each one who will listen now and in the future. Glory to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless. See you next week.